Hi there, welcome to Soul Candy, the candy for your soul. And this is going to be definitely one of my favorite episodes, because this is, I think, the largest subject that we have ever covered on this podcast. And this subject, of course, is the flower of life. And there's this kid in my class, and... I was drawing the flower of life once, just minding my own business, and then he's like, oh, is that that, um, that, uh, that, 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 like, uh, that life flower, or whatever? And if, if you say the life flower, if you call it the life flower, or whatever, that life flower, or whatever... I will look at you like you are the most ignorant person ever. Because to me, that's like saying, oh, is that just like the single most important geometry in like the whole universe that created me and like the whole human race or whatever? That's that's what it sounds like to me. And it's annoying. And then the next day he got out a compass and he was drawing random circles next to each other. And I'm like, what are you doing? And then he says, I'm trying, I'm, I'm drawing that, um, that life flower or whatever. And it annoys me. And it's really, it's, I don't like it when that happens. <sighs> it annoyed me to the point where I didn't even show him how to make it. So that's saying something. <laughs> Little rants aside, though, let's get into the candy for your soul that is to come. So we're going to start out with the intro. I'm going to talk about what even is the flower of life. And I'm going to speak about the Fibonacci and the Phi. I'm going to talk about the flower of life. I'm going to talk about the fruit of life. I'm going to talk about the Metatron's cube and how that relates to the fruit of life. We're going to also talk about the platonic solids. Then we will have time for our sponsor. I'm going to talk about drawing them and other sacred geometry. I'm going to talk about the Merkaba connection to it. I'm going to talk about cosmic connections to it. And I'm, then I'm going to talk about a divine thing that is hopefully coming up pretty soon for us. And then it'll be the outro. So let's just jump straight into it. So, what even is the flower of life? Well, the flower of life is the single most sacred pattern in the whole entire universe. And everything, including you, comes from it. And the Egyptians knew this. Actually, I think every, almost every culture knew about this. It's been found in so many places around the world. And what's incredibly interesting is it always has the same name, the flower of life. Unless you're that kid in my class who calls it the life flower or whatever. (sighs) Ah, man. Well, anyways, let's talk about the Phi and the Fibonacci. So let's say that, so Phi is a sequence of numbers. It's a ratio. And it's the divine proportions, pretty much. It's basically, like, the mathematical representation of source 
or unity or God or whatever you want to call it. It's the mathematical representation of that. And it's like the, the ratio and it's very hard to replicate. And then it's the there's the Fibonacci spiral or secret or sequence and let's say that source or unity or god gives life this thing and that is the phi and they say hey go and replicate this and then life is like wait come back i can't replicate this i don't even i don't even know what this is come back wait and then source just leaves so then life creates the Fibonacci sequence. And that is basically life trying to replicate the phi sequence. So if you map it out on a graph thing and the line in the middle is the phi sequence, then there will be waves going up and down, getting closer and closer to the line, and that is the Fibonacci sequence. And the Fibonacci sequence will get so close to phi that you won't even really be able to tell the difference anymore. So that's like us becoming closer and closer to unity or God or source until you can't even really tell the difference anymore. And that's what happens when you um, when you go up in your consciousness and you move up dimensions. So you can also map this out with circles and squares. I believe people call it circling the square and squaring the circle and the circles and squares of life. And if you have a circle and a square in the phi ratio, then it looks a certain way. And then if you have a square inside of a circle, and then you keep multiplying that, what will happen is the square will start to penetrate outside of the circle. And it keeps getting closer to the phi ratio, just like what happens on the graph. And that's what we're doing. And what'll happen is it'll get close to the phi ratio and then it'll go out of sync for a few times. And then it'll come back closer to the phi ratio. So what's happening dimensionally with us right now is we are out of sync with the phi ratio. And then soon we are going to move up our consciousness. People are starting to awake already with, you know, like being conscious about the environment and educating uh, people and doing good stuff, stuff like that. The, how people are becoming more conscious of what they're doing, becoming more conscious of what they're eating, st stuff like that. And that's us moving up in consciousness and we're, we could go up in the dimensional levels into that um, level that is closer to phi. And that's, that's pretty much all I have to say about that in the words of Forrest Gump. <laughs> so now let's start talking about the actual pattern itself. So the seed of life and how it's connected to the Bible. 
So in the Bible, there's in the book of Genesis, they say um, God walked upon the waters and then and the first day and then there were six days where it created the whole universe i actually think it's pretty ignorant to assign a gender to a divine being that's beyond genders and i also think it's kind of dumb for us to discriminate against people of certain genders and like be mean to someone just because of their gender because once you die you could be male in this life and then bam you're female in your next incarnation so it's stupid to say that one gender is more powerful than the other and this isn't just happening towards girls there people are just don't like either gender for some reason for some reason, the one gender just has to be mean to the other gender for some reason. But little do you know that you were almost definitely that gender in another life. So I think that that's kind of dumb. Anyways, I was getting a little bit off topic there. But I think it's not very, it's not incredibly accurate the way that they depicted it order-wise because you can't walk upon the waters when there isn't anything because source, spirit, unity, God is just floating in a void. Nothingness, essentially, when there hasn't been anything created. The time before the Big Bang. So you would have to create something to move relative to. So the correct uh, way that it would have happened was create the first day and then you can walk upon the waters but to keep in mind the bible has been edited many many times so in the original bible it is most likely that they use the correct order so first day first circle and then source moves to the edge of the circle and does the same thing now there's two circles forming the vesica pisces now on either side where those two circles intersect at the corners source will create another circle and this creates the holy trinity source will keep going around in a pattern six uh, until you have six circles which creates the seed of life and it's called the seed of life because it's the seed to the flower of life and the flower of life bears the fruit of life you see where i'm going with this and the seed of life is very holy, you could say, very sacred. It's like the beginning. I actually have a crystal grid pattern with the seed of life, and I actually make my elixirs now on a flower of life pattern, and it makes the best elixirs ever. Really healing water, I love it. I also use um, the platonic solid crystals on them and some Merkabas, some crystal skulls. I've got the whole shebang going with this water. But we'll talk about the platonic solids very soon. Okay, that's all I've got to say about that, in the words of Forrest Gump once more. So now when you continue along this pattern, this can go on infinitely, forever. But in every culture, it always stops at this certain point. And the edges of the flower of, the li of life are cut off. And it's strange, why would you do that? But they're always stopped right here. And that is when you have reached the flower of life and it looks really pretty.
you should just just look up the flower of life and seriously it's really pretty so why do they always stop here why are they always stopping at this certain area cutting it off so once you add in the uh circles that are missing then you get the most sacred thing in the universe and that is the fruit of life and the fruit of life could have very well just been overlooked it could have been hidden somehow and that sounds kind of conspiracy theory like but if you think about it there's a lot of things that are hidden if you look in archaeology for example um a lot of most of the archaeologists are in a religion that believes that the earth is only 6000 years old and i'm not trying to bash on the muslim religion whatsoever i actually think it's a very interesting religion but in the quran which is basically the bible they say that the earth is only 6000 years old which in actuality it's 4.54 billion years old billion not 6000 um there's nothing wrong with their religion but since most of the archaeologists are faithful faithful to that religion they are uh inclined to not um believe not put out that there are things that are older than 6000 years old because then that's bashing up against their religion so then in the archaeology community there is um it's not really talked about that things can be over 6000 years old because the main religion kind of prohibits that so there are various reasons why stuff like this could have been hidden it could have been religious it could have been so sacred that it wasn't available to the general public not sure but it was always stopped at that point but once you do that it creates the fruit of life and the fruit of life is very sacred very holy and this is where everything comes out of everything in existence this is where all the molecules come out of so if you look up the fruit of life you'll get this picture that comes out of the flower of life and if you connect all of the spheres in the fruit of life in a certain way you get metatron's cube and metatron's cube is basically uh every all of the uh platonic solids come out of that and the platonic solids make up every shape which therefore makes up everything in existence so that's how the flower of life is connected to everything and it makes up everything in existence so let's talk about these uh platonic solids so you have the tetrahedron which is pretty much a pyramid you have the hexahedron which is a cube you have the octahedron the isosahedron and the dodecahedron try saying those five times fast I bet you can't do it, but if you can, you can uh, like DM us on Instagram with a video of you saying it 5 times fast. 
I doubt we'll get any, though, because these are incredibly hard. And these are actually what alchemy is based off of. And the they all have an element assigned to them. So the tetrahedron is fire. The hexahedron is earth. The octahedron is air. The isosahedron is water. And the dodectahedron is universe, ether, um... The, the 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 divine pretty much is the dodectahedron and i actually have the quartz crystals of these and they're so nice and they're super fun to meditate with and they all have like a different energy associated with them and i love them so much but i'm using them to make elixir at the moment so i i don't really get to meditate with them but i do get to drink their water which is pretty cool too so now i think it's time for our sponsor i'll see you after that Wait, no, I'll talk to you after that. This isn't visual, this is speaking in your ears. <laughs> okay, we're back. So, what's the best way to understand this and uh, live it? Well, the best way, you're only getting a tiny percentage of the actual sacred geometry just by listening to me do this. You have to actually draw it. So, since this is a podcast, it's this, and this is, we're talking about drawing here, um, it's not really going to be uh, very easy to explain how to draw it because you should just just go to YouTube and search up how to draw the flower of life. And when you draw this, you will get so much more understanding from this. I started drawing this stuff and you just understand so much more of it. And you're like, oh, that's how it works. And then you find these different connections in it and it's so cool. (laughs) So I was drawing this one time and I decided to, while I'm drawing it, I decided I am going to connect it all in a certain way. I think I was going to draw a line from the center of every circle to the places where they intersect. And I did this, and you know what pattern came out of those straight lines? It was the Merkaba, and the Merkaba is a it's basically an energy field around the human body and it's spinning and well not really right now you'd have to activate it through a meditation but it 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 spins and it's it's basically a three-dimensional star of david it's uh it's called a star tetrahedron and if you recognize the tetrahedron that's a platonic solid So I saw this, and I'm like, what? The Merkaba is in the Flower of Life, too? And that just, that was crazy. So I'm actually painting that on canvas. So I'm gonna probably, maybe I'll post a picture of it once it's done to the Instagram for Soul Candy. It's just at Soul Candy Podcast on Instagram. And it's going to be an oil painting, and I hope it'll look really cool, because I didn't, 
I didn't see that before, but now I see it, and it's impossible to unsee after you have seen the Merkaba in the Flower of Life. It's really easy to see it now. So you just gotta see it once, and then you see it always. So, the cosmic connections to the Flower of Life. This is obviously very sacred, and it is connected to everything in the universe, including yourself. You were created by the flower of life. The flower of life is the way that consciousness, source, spirit, unity, God, decides to manifest itself. And, well, here we are. The flower of life obviously works because I am talking to you right now. So what's the sort of divine plan for humanity right now? So if you have read the Bible, I, I don't really read it, but I do know this story because my name is Adam. And do you know the Adam and Eve story? Well, that's the getting kicked out of the Garden of Eden. That's, uh, that's like the fall of consciousness, right? We were on a higher plane of, of existence, the Garden of Eden, and then we were kicked out. Uh, fell down in consciousness and we were kicked down into this dimension so it's actually really ironic that someone named Adam is telling you this story I promise you I'm not responsible for our fall of consciousness <laughs> but we're becoming way more aware now and we are about to move back up and gain our consciousness back and then we will move up in consciousness and then uh, you could say go back into the Garden of Eden. Uh, I'm, I think, um, yeah, yeah. That's, that's all I've got to say about that. Wow, that was a British Forrest Gump. I did a British Forrest Gump. That was amazing, actually. That's all I've got to say about that. I should do a British Forrest Gump accent more often. That's that's the best thing in history. British Forrest Gump. Wow. Okay, it has come time for us to part. And uh, this was a great podcast. Um, thank you so much for listening to Soul Candy. So about the consciousness going up thing we're not probably going to actually do that in waking life i think once humans get to a certain level of consciousness once you die and you've gotten to a certain level of consciousness i think that instead of incarnating back here you incarnate somewhere else that's not this level of existence so you're not gonna magically have a portal opened up one day and then you're just gonna walk into it and bam it's the fourth dimension baby no i think it's gonna be a a a different place that you incarnate into type situation well anyways that was the candy for your soul and thanks for listening